Hey, Shanna, did you know that you can purchase audiobooks directly from your local bookstore? Yes. With Libro FM, you'll get the same audiobooks at the same price as the largest audiobook company out there. You know the name. But with Libro FM, you get to search up your local indie bookstore and support them instead. And if you're new to audiobooks, they're the perfect way to squeeze more reading into your busy life. I constantly have a book in my ear because cleaning the house or exercising is so much more fun while reading. Sign up for Libro.fm and use the code GOODBOOKS to get two books instead of one for the price of your first month's membership. Good books. Good books. Welcome to the Best Book Club Podcast. We are your hosts, Jen and Shanna. And welcome to this week's episode of What We're Reading and Other Stuff. What are you reading, Jen? Probably a lot. Veda, the baby, knows that we are trying to record tonight. So she's being very dramatic about it. So there may be some babies in this episode. Which I guess all of our listeners are probably used to at this point. So don't worry. She's very cute. There's almost always a baby somewhere in these episodes. Yeah. I mean, we got so many of them. They range from, how old is she now? A month and a half? Well, it's just, just, about, just about two months. Yes. <laughs> like That's not right. <laughs> <laughs> two months to 15 years are all these kids. <laughs> yeah. We've got it's a wide range. All right. So what am I reading? One, I wanted to mention that... I read Never Saw Me Coming by Vera Curian. And? And it was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I won't spend too much time on it because you've already talked about it. But for anyone who doesn't know, basically it's about a university that has a program that studies psychopathy. And there are seven students in the program. But they don't know who the other students are, and neither do we as readers, which is fun. And it gets unfolded throughout the story, but there are students who are in the program that start turning up dead, and there's a whole mystery and who done it. And yeah, I really liked it. It scratched like a very particular itch for me. It was kind of like classic slasher-esque almost. Yeah, some of those deaths were brutal, hey? Yeah, (laughs) it's just kind of like regular story, like regular kind of mystery thriller, and then suddenly like, oh my god, what the heck? (laughs) Yeah, I also really quite liked it. Yeah, and I was surprised a couple of the times throughout the book about some things that happened, and that was fun. Um, I wasn't really super keen on the ending. (laughs) Oh, me either. Like, it didn't really make sense. It was kind of Scooby-Doo-ish. Did you say that? Probably. I reference Scooby-Doo strange okay. amount. <laughs> like, it seems like a weird thing for me to come up with on my own. <laughs> <laughs> You've known me long enough now, though, that... I've heard you say it sometime, I'm sure. But <laughs> I swear it was about this book, but it, it just didn't really make sense. It, Yeah. But at the same time, it didn't really take away from my enjoyment of the whole story. So it didn't really matter to me in the end who the killer was. I liked the book. Yeah, I think that... Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I did reference this one, Scooby-Doo-ish, because I was just trying to remember, like, who did it? Who did it? And then I remembered. It's like, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Someone wearing someone else's mask, pretty much. Like, (laughs) just, what? It was me the whole time. (laughs) But I find with a lot of thrillers that the ending 
Like as long as the ride was enjoyable, a lot of the time you just have to accept the end. It's yeah. rare that we get a thriller where I really feel like content with the ending. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I was pretty stoked on that one. And it was nice. good because I've been in a bit, not in a huge reading slump, but a little bit where I feel like every book I pick up, I just throw out and I just, <laughs> I'm having a really hard time finding one every single time. So I started this one and it just kind of got me out of that little slump. And then I read a book called I Am, I Am, I Am, 17 Brushes with Death by Maggie O'Farrell. So she was the one who wrote Hamnet, which won the Women's Prize for Fiction in 2020. I feel like there is a Dr. Seuss joke just (laughs) under the surface here. Oh, I'm sure. Ham, we've got I am. (laughs) But this one was nonfiction. And in it, she talks about the 17 times she almost died in her life. Whatever. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it was it was kind of wild. <laughs> I was like, what? But she, like, she came in contact with a serial killer when she was a teenager. Um, she had a childhood illness. She got a parasite when she was on vacation. Like, there's she just goes through all these times where she's had these weird brushes with death, <laughs> and it was insane a little bit. But um, she's also just a really great writer, and her writing is really beautiful. So. It was really enjoyable to read. Oh, good. Um, yeah, so I really liked it. It was a little like novella length book, so it wasn't a huge time commitment, which mm. I love for my nonfiction. So that was perfect too. So yeah, that was a good one. That sounds good. You should have told me about it. Can't I? Well, I thought about it, I but then I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be telling you about it. <laughs> oh, that's true. I'll explain that in a minute. But yes. yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much all I've got going on. What about you, Shanna? What are you reading? Nothing. 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 <laughs> Nothing. I have had a lot going on in mm-hmm. my life, and okay, I'm not reading nothing, but I have finished nothing this month. I am still reading uh, Record of a Spaceborn Few by mm-hmm. Becky Chambers. I love it. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm just falling asleep Yeah. after like four pages every time. Yeah. And it's slow going. It's so good. But then my eyes hurt so bad and I have to fall asleep. I can't read at night. I try reading with my e-reader now and I just like drop it and I'm just asleep. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually doing like the full nod off drop the e-reader. Like, yeah. <laughs> I am so tired. I mean, I am a very sleepy person, but I have been extra sleepy lately. And okay. I've read like a quarter of Ender's Game. Oh yes. Also fantastic. It's going great. It's going impossibly slow because I'm reading it as an actual book. Yeah. That is going to take you a while. It's going to take me a thousand years. Um, I did read one book, but it was podcast prep for next month. So I don't want to talk about it, Yeah, but it was good. So I'll tell you about that in a month, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man, for real. I have not even read Book Club book yet, and I have to have that read in a week. <sighs> yep, you got to get on that. I do. And so you should have told me about that book because, although probably wouldn't have made a difference. Do you remember last time I was telling you that I was just taking all of my Libby Oh, yeah. Rentals. What is it called? Holds. Yeah. And I was just taking them. 
Yeah, they've yeah. all lapsed. They've all <laughs> They're all gone. <laughs> They're all gone. <laughs> One of them came through, and I think it's the entire Mistborn trilogy. And I was like, I'm not listening to 45 hours of a book right now. Oh, God, no. And then there's one called, I think it's Greenwood. Yeah, yeah. That um, has been very, very popular with one of our book clubs. And everybody's so in love with it. And I was like, well, you know what? I'm going to put a hold on that. And then when it comes through, I'll listen to it. Oh, man. I put a hold on the ebook. Yeah. 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 We were probably bouncing it back and forth because I get that one daily. <laughs> well, no, I meant to do the audiobook because I, man, my Kobo, it has been sitting dead for so long <laughs> because I'm being so slow reading my, uh, man, guys, it's been a slow, slow reading month, but I am really enjoying everything that I am reading. It's just hard to, to get to it when your brain is so full of other stuff. It's so full. It's so sleepy. It's so full that it's making it sleepy. <laughs> oh, your poor, poor brain. Um, well, speaking of other stuff, you got any? I do. All right, let's hear it. I'm going to sell my house. So yes. that's stressful. That's pretty big other stuff. And the reason for not reading and sleeping a lot. <laughs> yes, because I need uh, my family to live somewhere. So we've got to figure that out. Yeah, my we have five of us. We have two bedrooms and 900 square feet. For real, we just don't fit. We do not have a backyard. My kids are five, two, and nine months, or whatever William is. I think he's actually eight months, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, we haven't figured it out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He's not 10 months. I know that. Uh, so yeah, that has been taking up the majority of my brain space. And then Jen knows this, but I'll tell everybody. Yesterday, my daughter, the two-year-old, fell out of her stroller and smacked her head on the ground she has the biggest goose egg. It's. I took her to the emergency room to make sure she didn't have a concussion and that her neck was okay and everything. The doctor said she is fine. They told me everything to look out for and what to do, and she's perfectly fine. She's been her normal self today, but she looks like she was hit by a car. Like, yeah, it's so bad, <laughs> that poor little girl. <laughs> oh, she is just white as a ghost. She's just like her mama. So the purpleness of this giant goose egg is just so dark. It's, oh, she's got like a little cut by her eye. And oh, I got to wash the blood out of her hair today. Yeah. So, you know, that did not lead to a lot of reading either. No. I mean, you probably could have gotten something done last night if it weren't for that. Probably. Yeah. By the time I got her to bed, there's a movie coming out called Morbius. It's a vampire movie. I watched the trailer while my four-and-a-half-year-old, five-year-old, whatever the heck he is, I don't know, he'll be five in June, he was watching it, and he loves scary stuff. I didn't think anything of it until bedtime when I had to spend an hour explaining CGI and special effects and prosthetics and editing <laughs> to a child so that he would be not scared and go to sleep. Oh, my God. I talked about so much vampire lore. <laughs> To be fair, when I watched the trailer right after you told me that story, I kind of <laughs> wanted you to tell me all that stuff that you had told him. Because <laughs> it was kind of scary. <laughs> the, wow. the first like scene of the trailer was like, oh, God. <laughs> I know. Okay. I did not think about how actually scary <laughs> it actually is. There's a part where his teeth go from normal teeth to pointy teeth. 
Mm-hmm. And Ben, he didn't understand why, if it's fake, why he could see it change. Mm-hmm. So I had to explain CGI and how it was actually a computer and how the teeth that he wears are fake and blah, 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 blah. So all of my reading time last night was consumed with explaining movie magic <laughs> to a child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was my own fault. Uh, yeah. Speaking of, so, um, yeah, the- well, sorry, unless you had some other stuff. No, no, that's it. I mean, I'm sure I could go on for a thousand years. I love to complain. <laughs> I was just going to say, speaking of scary stuff, I <laughs> this is nothing to do with anything that any of you guys want to be hearing about. <laughs> but I heard of this uh, alternative to cremation. Yes. <laughs> and it's just been killing me. So... Oh, that's right. Because you're smart and you don't say it in front of my child. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'll tell you this story in private so Ben doesn't hear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I should have learned. <laughs> it's It freaks me out. But yeah. So it's called aquamation. And instead of having your body put into the fire and burned, you your all of your flesh gets washed away with water and some kind of chemical. Ooh. So... I looked it up and what really happens is that they put you in like a metal box and then there's water in there with the chemical and it just kind of like is constantly moving until you're all until you're just bones. So that sounds okay. But what I imagined when I first heard it was like being strung up by a chain naked and being just blasted with a hose until you're a skeleton. (laughs) Yours is scarier. (laughs) Yeah. And it haunted me. And then I had to look it up and be like, okay, that sounds much nicer. <laughs> yes. Uh, what do they do with your water? It goes, it can go back into the water treatment plant to be used. <laughs> and then I'll drink people. I guess we already yeah. do. Yeah, but it's just worse when it's your whole body. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, all of the bodies in the lake. I know. Oh, I go. We're just going down a horrible, horrible, horrible rabbit hole. We already drink body water, Jen. Yeah. <laughs> so what's the big deal? <laughs> well, I was going to tell you in my book, it's set in a space station. And the way that they do, it's not cremation because they're not getting burned and they're not being buried because they're in a space station. They decompose the bodies and they turn them into soil and then they use that soil to fertilize the food because it's a space station so everything is contained mm-hmm. so it goes back into the earth and then lion king style well that just goes right into the second part of my story where i found out that another way that you can you can't do any of the stuff in bc or in canada this is all like states oh you've looked it up <laughs> yeah oh yeah <laughs> there was an article in the news where like on just our regular news where the first part of the article was a very detailed description of what happens to you when you're cremated, like your blood boiling, your hair shriveling up. And like, oh. It was horrible. I was like, what, what news is this? And then it, this <laughs> yeah, is where- <laughs> I'm curious too. <laughs> this is where this is all coming from. But they're trying to like change the laws in BC to have alternatives to cremation because cremation is not very good for the environment. But the other option was to be composted and they put you in a nice box with like a bunch of alfalfa sprouts or something. (laughs) Then (laughs) you just turn into soil and then your family can either take your soil of your body and, you know, put it in their garden. Plant a tree. Yeah. Or it can just get spread over a nice field somewhere. I'm like, that sounds much nicer. That's what I want. I do not want to be sprayed with a hose until I'm bones. And I do not want to be have my blood boiling. It's horrible. 
Yeah, I think that does sound nice. Um, probably better than pumping the body full of chemicals and then burying it in the ground in like a painted box. I, it yeah. can't be good for the earth. <laughs> no, <laughs> neither neither of the options we have are very good. So I haven't thought too much about it, though. Just for the record, this is my will. I'd like oh. to be composted. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. This is legal. <laughs> I'll grow you in my garden. Yeah, see, all my friends can just get a little bit of my soil, my body soil. Oh, you can put some in a little jar that you tie around your neck. That'd be nice. Aww, a little bit <laughs> jar. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good. No, it'd be good because, yeah, I'd have a sandwich with all of my gen dirt lettuce. Yep. Yeah. I'd have a big glass of um, body water. And just, you guys would really nourish me. Yeah, perfect. Oh my God, what are we today? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what news you were reading because I did not see that. It was just on the news. I'll find it and I'll send it to you. It's like CHBC, (laughs) like for real, just on the news. Wow. (laughs) Someone even commented, "Um, I did not need to know what happens to bodies when they're cremated in that kind of detail. (laughs) It's like not what I was expecting either. Okay. Strange. But I do have some other stuff that is book related just in case anyone just in case anyone has stuck around (laughs) they are all furiously googling cremation right now (laughs) aquamation look it up (laughs) well it's partly book related but i've been lately my favorite way to waste time is to watch a guy on tiktok named titanic guy and he just makes videos about the actual Titanic or Titanic the movie. Both are awesome. So I love it all. And it's just made me really want some Titanic books. So I've been trying to find something and anything that comes up looks like actual trash. Like, you know, what it would look like. Just not good. Yeah. So why do I feel like I read something was it A Night to Remember? Maybe. Maybe. So the big one is A Night to Remember by Walter Lord. So I haven't read it yet, but I did just get it from the library. So I'm going to, and it's narrative nonfiction, and it's supposed to be like the best Titanic book that there is. So Sorry, let me see the cover. Oh, could be actually. Probably. Although I think all titanic stuff has a picture of the titanic sinking on the front so it's it's true it's true (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i'm gonna give this one a try and read it but i really want some like titanic fiction narrative nonfiction. it's gonna be good i'm sure but i want some fiction i want the titanic movie but in a book did you ever play the board game uh no i don't think so well i did (laughs) i should find it and then we can uh, play it one night (laughs) okay get you a titanic I need Titanic stuff. I just love it. It's so cool. It was kind of funny because someone in one of my Facebook groups just posted like literally, okay, yeah, we are in a simulation and this is why. (laughs) (laughs) I never see anything about Titanic anywhere. And then suddenly I'm looking for Titanic books and someone, and it's not even just like a sponsored ad. It's like someone literally posted, hey, anybody looking for a Titanic book, read this one. Like what the heck is going on? But anyways, it's called The Little Mermaid's Voice by Shauna Slayton. And I mean, it looks horrible. It looks horrible. (laughs) It looks, yeah, looks like a kid's book. But I've been assured that it's not. They're adult books. It's a part of a series that is called Fairy Tale Inheritance Series. 
And it is six books where fairy tales have been retold in different parts of history. So what it says is Cinderella set in the 1940s, Snow White in the in a 1900s mining town, The Little Mermaid aboard the Titanic. Anyways, it's fairy tales rewritten throughout history. The Little Mermaid one is kind of like after The Little Mermaid, and now she ends up on the Titanic somehow. I don't know. Sounds horrible, but also sounds kind of like I want to try it out. So we'll see. Yeah. It sounds very strange. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds very strange. But it's the closest thing to a Titanic book that I can find that looks in any way interesting at all. So if, if anyone else out there has read any good Titanic fiction... And it's not something that you wrote yourself and are trying to <laughs> self-publish. You know what I mean. Please let me know. I really, I really want it. It's what I want. So you might have to take the self-published stuff, man. I might have to. I mean, I'm sure it's probably good, but you know, I just want something that I know is going to be good. Yes, something you can look up some reviews. Yeah, I just don't have that much reading time. So it's so precious. So precious. I might maybe I'll just have to watch the movie because the movie's so good. It's been a minute since I watched that movie. You know what I was thinking though? Um, you had sent me a link to the Titanic guy, mm-hmm. and one of them was how they filmed the corridor flooding and all like yeah. the doors bursting in. Yeah. And how they made a miniature of that hallway and the tons of water that they had going through it and the breaking doors is very cool that would be a really good one to show ben oh yeah because that looks real in the movie like it looks awesome so i can show them that they do tricky stuff to make you think that this is real Mm -hmm. but look it was just pretend yeah that's a great idea you know what else also maybe titanic guy knows some titanic books i i mean yeah I'll ask him. Ask him. I feel like he would probably know Titanic nonfiction. I, but maybe, he maybe he'll surprise me. I'll ask him. Cool. If Titanic guy, if you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> I'll send you a message. It's okay. <laughs> yes. And if he responds and gives us a Titanic book, we should probably do it as a mid-month, I think. Oh, probably. Okay. I'll ask him. Because who doesn't want to read that with us, right, guys? (laughs) Can you hear them all back there? Yeah, yeah, we want the Titanic book. Come on, Jen, get us a Titanic book. I'm on it. Perfect. Love the Titanic. (laughs) But, um, yeah, that's all I got this week. What about you, Shanna? You got anything else? No. I really want to watch a movie, but I have to work at five in the stupid morning. So you're going to be going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> There's a new movie on Netflix. It's a Ryan Reynolds one. He must have some Netflix deal right now because he's doing oh, yeah. that thing like Adam Sandler was doing where he was putting out a movie every six months. Oh, uh, yeah. Except for Adam so, Sandler was annoying. Yeah. He, yeah. Um, but the because <laughs> uh, he, he's put out like three in a row here. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, but this one's called The Adam Project, and it's got everything I like. Space. Time travel. Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. That's really all I need. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. It looks fine. Ryan Reynolds, of course, plays himself. Um, well, not he doesn't play Ryan Reynolds, but you know, the way he acts is just yeah. 
yeah, he plays himself. <laughs> he's just he's just Ryan Reynolds, but they call him Ryan or not Ryan. That is his yeah. name. They always call him that. <laughs> they call him Adam in this one. Good old Canadian well, boy. Maybe you can watch it tomorrow. Maybe. No, I have to work at five in the stupid morning on Tuesday. Uh. It's okay. It's okay. You know what? It's fine. <laughs> maybe I'll just curl up in my bed and watch it while three kids beat on me. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> relaxing (laughs) okay yeah that's all we have for you this week if you are joining us for book club this month we are reading the sentence by louise erdrick and the discussion is happening over on instagram and facebook starting today so head over there to join in you can find us at best underscore book club on instagram facebook and also tiktok Or feel free to send us an email letting us know what you thought of the book or any of the books we talk about on the show or any books, or anything really. We love hearing from you guys. So come on, send us some emails. Yeah. Uh, you can reach us at best underscore book club at outlook.com. And remember, if you're interested in bonus content from us, you can head over to patreon.com slash best book club to sign up. On All of these links are always in the show notes. Otherwise, we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. Bye. 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 <laughs> Duh. <laughs>